0: This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Just when you think you have all the show prep you need for a program, there's news all over the place. You don't know what to talk about. You don't know what to focus on because there's way too much in there. So we'll try and cover as much of it as we can the way we do every single day. Hey, welcome into the program. It is a post-Monday celebration broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas on our flagship radio station all over the country on radio and TV, plus on the live stream and podcasting thereafter as well. Still banned from YouTube. Not sure when that's going to end. I didn't even get a notification we were going to get banned. So that's nice. So we'll see when we actually get back on there. So you can find us on the streaming on the Facebook Live, not YouTube Live, but the Twitter and the Twitch as well. Twitch.tv, you can find all of it at Hoosier Reason. We have the links all over the place also on the website at HoosierReason.com. Thanks for joining us today. It's great to have you along for the ride. Your Millennial General reporting for duty today and boy do we have a lot of stuff to talk about coming up at the bottom of the hour judge paula patrick she'll be joining us as a candidate for the pennsylvania supreme court and talking about that election and what's going on in the great state of pennsylvania so looking forward to chatting with her in just a little bit let me ask you something show of hands and i know you've done it i know you've done it show of hands anybody ever With like a family member, maybe a neighbor, a friend or somebody where you're just like, you know, uh, they try and get you over. They try and visit. They want to get together. And I'm terrible at this because I truly do want to visit with everybody, but I'm just so busy I never actually get a chance to do a whole lot because I'm always running around. I mean, doing work and then doing other work and then doing more work and then doing projects and side projects. I never have chance to just sit and visit with people and it drives me nuts and I really want to. So I do it with, without actually intending to do so, but I end up kind of turning out that way at times. But when you're trying to really avoid someone intentionally, you ever do that where, like, hey, we should hang out? And you're like, yeah, we totally should. Like, when things slow down, when the weather gets better, when we stop this, you know, thing that we're doing, you know, down the road, well, totally uh, right there. I'm totally going to do it. You ever do that? Or you ever just, you know, kind of try to do the avoidance, but, you know, you're really just accepting, but accepting in the long term. And again, I do that unintentionally. I really truly honestly try it. when people are like Andy we really need to catch up and hang out yes we do and with all my heart I truly want to do so and I truly really try to do it I just I never get a chance and then they're like hey it's like time do you want to do it again oh yeah well I joined uh, like two other projects I have to be doing right now so later down the road as soon as those are done I promise you and that's really where we're at there there are democrats right now who keep kicking the can down the road economically and we're going to try and keep it relatively light today because yesterday was a really harsh, like really serious and serial kind of day. And I don't want it to be that. But at the same time, there's some really crazy stuff going on right now. When you try to keep pushing the can down the road, and that is economic recovery. That is allowing America to actually open up and do the things we need to do. This is exactly what their agenda is. And they're really pressuring Joe Biden. Here's what I mean. When you really try to like agree, but agree for the long term, like yeah, down the road, we'll totally get that. They're using that excuse while they're trying to pass economic, quote-unquote, stimulus by trying to do this massive $3 trillion package that now could potentially be a heck of a lot more than $3 trillion. Here's the headline from CNBC. 21 Senate Democrats urge Biden to put recurring stimulus checks along with extension again for unemployment aid in the recovery plan. Now, remember, we just passed a COVID package that was $1.9 trillion. Now we're looking at a $3 trillion economic recovery plan that they want to spend on Green New Deals and infrastructure and pet projects. and da, 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 da. Now they want to put in reoccurring stimulus checks, and they want to do extensions for unemployment benefits. Now, they say that they want to tie the aid, like these stimulus checks, the reoccurring payments, and the unemployment benefits, they want to tie that to the economic conditions. So that lapse would not be too early, so that we wouldn't end those benefits before the economy gets back to where it needs to be. This is one of those situations where you're like, you know, yeah, we want to give you this stuff. We'll, We'll stop it as soon as the economy gets better. All right, well, what's the definition for when the economy gets better? Well, when we hit, like, 20% GDP growth. When we have an unemployment rate that's, like, 0.5%. Well, you know, just down the road, when things get better, when things are doing swell, then we'll just end this stuff. We don't need to do But for right now, we don't want to miss anything in case it gets bad again. We want the reoccurring stimulus payments. They're not called universal income anymore. It's called just reoccurring stimulus payment checks. Hey, what do you think? about? Hey, what do you want to do? I don't want to get a universal basic income. I want to get a reoccurring stimulus check. (laughs) Hey, what's your unemployment? Well, the unemployment benefits are just going to be extended till when till indefinitely, just until things pick up again, just until things get a little bit better, till things look a little bit more, you know, brighter down the road. Now, I'm excited on the program today because I have a few new segments on the program that I think we need to uh, we need to enjoy. And we're going to kick off. And the first one, of course, with them pushing Joe Biden, is going to be our Joe Biden segment. Let's go into the Biden basement. There it is, the Biden basement. What's the latest out of the Joe Biden administration, which is this. Right now, they're pushing Joe Biden to try and push for a $3 trillion economic package. It's going to be more than just a $3 trillion package because now they want reoccurring stimulus checks, along with the extension of the unemployment benefits, all during this recovery plan that is already without this stuff, $3 trillion. Let me repeat that. three trillion. Now, we've read the numbers on the show before. I don't want to bore you with them again, but we're already $3 trillion in the first six months of a deficit of the first year, the, uh, the first six months of our fiscal year. The first half of our federal year, we are already $3 trillion in a deficit, more than any before. We have crushed it, baby. That's like LeBron James is you know, crushing it into the hoop. And yes, I did try to just make a basketball reference, which I know nothing about basketball, but I sure tried it. That's what $3 trillion in the first six months of a federal budget actually looks like. Now we want to do a $3 trillion package on top of that that does nothing for an extension of like a federal budget. That's just a stimulus package. Now they want to put reoccurring stimulus payment checks and the unemployment benefits into this bill. According to CNBC, more Senate Democrats pressuring Joe Biden to extend the rescue measures As the U.S. recovers. Now, at the same time, we're not necessarily recovering, is what they'd like to see. We see, and we talked a little bit about COVID yesterday. In 25 states, there are increasing COVID-19 cases. Now, that increase could be like two cases, but nonetheless it increased. Here in Kansas and in our little area in Sedgwick County, it went from like 2.8 to 3.1% positivity rate for COVID-19 cases. Here's what my little tinfoil hat conspiracy theory is regarding the increase in numbers. They they dropped off literally the week that Joe Biden got elected, which was the exact same time that the World Health Organization ended a lot of the testing and said, don't test as much for the covid virus because we're getting a lot of false positives here. And when they ended testing as much as they were, at least, and Joe Biden took office, boom, within that week, it dropped like 60 percent, just gone. Hey, the virus disappeared. I think they adjusted a little bit too much. And now we're starting to see a little balancing off of the numbers to where it's a little bit more reasonable. Maybe not. Maybe it's just increasing because it's increasing. But just to remind you, we haven't really released a whole lot of the COVID restrictions across the nation yet. And yet the numbers are still going up. So I'm not sure what the actual reasoning is for that other than, you know, evil, terrible, like conservative anarchist people who just want people to die because they don't want to wear masks or get the vaccine. Outside of that, from the left wing talking points, the economy is trying to to survive. But with really low COVID-19 numbers right now. They're still wanting to do an economic stimulus package, bail out the businesses, bail out the states, bail out the corporations, bail out you apparently with an economic recovery. Now, remember, when they do this, it's going to be like you getting a thousand bucks a month. So you're going to get a nice little, you know, pennies on the dollar while they spend three trillion dollars. So it's not going to mean much to you. Andy, the thousand dollars means a lot. It does mean a lot. But how much are you really paying at the end of the day when you have to see your taxes increase for those that actually pay? Taxes for the rest of them. It is. It truly is just honestly free money. Which is about forty eight percent of Americans that don't pay federal income tax that are going to be getting these stimulus paychecks because they weren't already not making enough to pay taxes. Then they're going to be receiving these checks. So the fourteen hundred dollars that you got in this last one was really like fourteen thousand dollars that you're after. You're going to have to end up paying back in taxes based on the entire sum of the COVID-19 relief package. Now imagine what that would do to a $3 trillion package instead of a $1.9 trillion package. Congress called to phase out the assistance at the economy improves so Americans do not lose benefits at arbitrary dates chosen by lawmakers. Democrats include the $300 per week unemployment supplement through September 6th and $1,400 direct payments as part of their coronavirus relief package passed earlier this week. We don't want an arbitrary you know, date on there, kind of like, you know, it's arbitrary lines of, like, where states are drawn and what you can do with, you know, marijuana or with other... There's arbitrary lines between these states. Now we don't need these arbitrary dates for COVID, relief. Really. we just need to do it until the economy gets better. Hey, when's that going to be? Oh, I don't know, just, you know, when things get better, when down the road, when things start improving a little bit, when we start seeing it. The problem with that solution is, is that when you... Start spending that much money and you start printing that much money, the economy's not going to get better. And we've really gone from universal basic income to now stimulus checks that are going to be reoccurring potentially that's going to turn into universal basic income. This is the step they want to take to make sure that you get a universal basic income because they want the ultimate socialist utopia in this nation. That's what they're pushing really hard for. We've told you before that with this legislation that they're ramming down our throats now that Democrats control both chambers and the presidency. They're not stopping. They're not slowing down. They're not trying to do it easy. They're not trying to ease themselves into the situation. They are going all out as far as they possibly can until they get stopped. Then they throw the temper tantrum like 60-year-old children in the store when you're at the candy aisle, and they're really upset they don't get the lollipop. Oh, yes. I guess it wouldn't be 6 old. I guess it would be like maybe two or three. I don't know. Although they do babble a lot, so maybe they are around four or five years old. Who knows? Regardless, they're getting everything they want, and when they don't get it, then they throw a fit about it. They're really turning the stimulus, which we called, we knew it, we were aware of it, but they're turning the economic stimulus during the COVID pandemic, and they're utilizing it, never let a crisis go to waste, words from the Democrats, into now universal basic income. Because when you print that much money and you inject it into the economy, it creates the bubbles. All the economy's doing well, Andy, under these big packages, the stimulus package, Barack Obama's. No, it didn't. It did it falsely, temporarily, and then boom, the bubble burst and it all went down because inflation happens. The value of the dollar drops, prices of goods go up. It's really bad. So then you start saying, oh, wow, things are too expensive. We need minimum wage increases. We need wage increases all around. We need to do, 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 do. And you just inflate all of it because of printing that much money, because of injecting it into the economy. It is a false holding up of the economy as opposed to cutting taxes, deregulating. Uh, getting rid of government out of it, and just letting the private sector do its thing. Set the market value for job rates. Set the market value for the price of goods. Do the supply and demand market. That's the way normal things happen. But when you start printing money and just injecting it right into the stream, it's it, the analogy I like to use is trying to bleed out the brakes on your vehicle. You Your brakes do not work if there's an air bubble in the brake line, so you need to bleed them to make sure there are no air bubbles in there. And it seems to be running great, and then, boom, baby, it stops pun intended because it really doesn't stop if you have an air air bubble in your brakes doesn't work that way so you need to bleed it out and make sure it's running smoothly that's exactly what the economy does when you start printing this much money and when it doesn't do well and it doesn't gain what they want to and it doesn't get to the arbitrary level that they've set oh darn guess we just need to keep up the reoccurring stimulus payments guess we need to continue on the unemployment benefits hence there we are universal basic income they've started it it's begun now we need to be aware of it and make sure this never, ever, ever, ever happens, especially this $3 trillion package all in all doesn't need to go anywhere. Lots to get to here on The Voice of Reason. Stay tuned. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. It's all there at whosyourreason.com. Again, whosyourreason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Of the show, don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program, and here's how you can do it first, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast catch our special features and more it's the voice of reason on radio tv and online helping you defend and preserve this great republic you're listening to the voice of reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. 24 minutes past the hour. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Radio and TV plus the live stream and trying to cram that 10 pounds reason into that five pound bag, trying to rebrand the millennial generation. One radio listener at a time. I kind of like our new segment. What do you think? The Biden basement. Let's jump back into the Biden basement. What do you say? Yeah, come on. Let's go into the Biden basement. Now, <laughs> I got some comments on the social media about that one. I'm t- It's a surprise every time. That's why we had to do that. It was a surprise every time he says something like, Joe Biden, you know, we've seen an increase in COVID-19 cases. We've seen, you know, not as many deaths as, you know, what they originally said, which means Donald Trump really, you know, saved one and a half million people because you said, the media said that we would have two million people die from the virus in the two years or in the first year. And by the time he left office, only like four hundred and fifty to five hundred thousand people passed away, which is still a lot, but not the two million that you said. So he really saved one and a half million, right? So in your mind, Joe, how many people actually died here? COVID has taken this year, just since the outbreak, has taken more than one hundred years. Look, here's the lives. It's just, it's when I mean, you think about it. That's the latest from the Biden basement. <laughs> Let's go into the Biden basement. The genius that we have as leader of the free world as of right now, going along real quickly with the economy. There is um, some concern at the same time with stimulus packages and the economic bills that they try to spend. There's also a new movement of unions trying to push for better wages, which it goes back to not only do you like just kind of vaguely agree with people like, oh, yeah, I'm totally going to agree, totally going to hang out with you down the road, totally going to visit with you. Like when things calm down, when things settle down, when it gets warmer outside, when, you know, the trees begin to blossom, when things are beautiful outside, you know, you do. Those kind of vague things. At the same time, you just need to know when to let go. Just let go and just move on. There's the latest story from the Associated Press. Amazon is uh, trying to spark more conversation about unions as what happened inside the warehouse in Alabama could have major implications, according to the Associated Press, as organizers are pushing for some 6,000 Amazon workers to join the retail, wholesale, and department store union on the promise that will lead to better working conditions, better pay, and more respect. Now, sounds all fine and dandy, and many individuals are union people. I personally, and I think most people know, that I'm not the biggest fan of unions, and I have not yet had to join a union, nor will I ever really want to ever join a union, because there's there was a time and a place for unions, but now the unions have really done their job. They got the good working conditions, they got the good benefits, they got the good pay. Now it's time for them to go away, go away, if you have any kids. Um, There's a point where you can't do much anymore without affecting the market. Why do you think so many companies are wanting to go outside of the nation for their manufacturing? Because it is way too expensive to hire an American worker that's run by a union as opposed to actually send it overseas, have someone make it there, and then spend the money to ship it back. To ship the raw materials... To hire someone to pay there and then to ship it back is less expensive than hiring an American employee with benefits and the rates that they actually want. Now, Amazon's fighting back with this unionization at their warehouse in Alabama, saying that they're already offering more than twice the minimum wage in the state of Alabama. Workers are already getting such benefits as health care, vision, dental insurance without paying union dues. Don't hire the union. Don't have them fight for you here because it's going to be way too expensive. We're already paying you all the benefits you want. We're already giving you double the minimum wage for the state of Alabama. What more do you possibly want? But yet the organization, the retail, wholesale, and department store union is pushing to get 6,000 people, um, Amazon workers, to join the union. And again... You want to know why it's so damn expensive to get products at times. You want to know why things are so expensive and why so much manufacturing is leaving the country. That would be why. I mean, sure, haggle for the best benefits. Sure, haggle for the best salary, but that's on you to do. And if they're not paying you the right amount, there are plenty of other opportunities in a wonderful, great, free market, laissez faire society where you can get hired at another private company or start your own business that has the benefits that you actually want. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Who's Your Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already so bring some reason into your day why because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do when reason meets radio You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right, you welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today on a post-Monday celebration. The greatest day of the entire week. Thanks for joining us today, Radio and TV. Plus, we have the live stream going as well. The Voice of Reason. Yeah. More exciting than Joe Biden walking up the stairs. See? See what I did there? Ha! That was a joke. I'm excited for today. I'm almost excited as, like, surfer guy. Remember surfer guy? Oh, brah, it's just like... Dude, you get the best barrels ever, dude. Just like, you pull in, and you just get spit right out of them. And you just drop in and just smack the lip. back, Drop down, snap, And then after that, you just drop in, you just ride the barrel and get pitted. So pitted, like that. <laughs> Yep, we're almost as excited, almost as excited as Surfer Guy. Welcome into the show. We have a lot to get to today. The stimulus checks are uh, maybe another round, who knows, under this $3 trillion package. We'll get to that, plus an increase in coronavirus cases all over the world. Should we just do repetitive coronavirus relief checks just for you? Because why the heck not? But for right now, I do want to get into what's trending here on the show. What's trending today? What's trending today is that we can't keep our eye off the ball on what really matters, which is really election season on how to really reform a lot of this nation because obviously we took some hits in the election last year. And how do we move forward is really the big question. And especially in the court system, one of the biggest fears that we have as conservatives is the federal government trying to stack the Supreme Court at the federal level with the courts that have been very activist for a very long time, what they're going to do and how they really handle some of the issues issues uh across the nation so while we don't usually spend a lot of time as you know the general public focusing on judge elections across the nation it's kind of an important thing to do and we kind of need to so i'm excited to have on the program she's a candidate for the pennsylvania state supreme court uh on the phone with us here as we talk with judge paula patrick with us judge how are you my friend oh uh, there we go. i um, it's so good to have you on the program, Judge. I really appreciate it. Pennsylvania's obviously been in the spotlight for a while now, really since the presidential election. As uh, have things calmed down at least a little bit in Pennsylvania or is everything still kind of just uh, crazy out there? Uh-oh. Did we lose her? I think we lost her. Judge right there. Oh, she's cutting in and out there. We'll try and get her back on here real quickly. Maybe just bad cell phone connection. But uh, the the Supreme Court in Pennsylvania has obviously been one of those uh, that's been in the spotlight for really the last couple of months because of some of the election stuff going on from the presidential election. Outside of that, when we look at some of the uh, activism that's gone on with the courts, really all over the nation, the district courts and the Supreme Courts at the statewide levels, the U.S. Supreme Court, there's some really major issues that are coming up. We've talked with a few. Uh, different experts on like the Second Amendment issues, some of the election issues as well, which, by the way, speaking of just mentioning that will probably get us off the last few platforms of social media that we actually have. Let's see if she's back here. Judge Paula Patrick with us. Judge, are you there? Oh, I think she's got a bad cell phone connection. We'll try and reconnect with her and just a little bit, which is all right. Uh, one thing that's going to be coming up, speaking of the courts. That is going to be extremely important, by the way, is going to be what's going to happen post COVID-19 because we're already starting to see some of the litigation begin to roll in in some of these states of how businesses are going to be treated with the government on having been shut down, the loss of revenue. Here in the state of Kansas, we have in our state legislature right now. Uh, And I don't usually talk about just statewide issues, but in the state of Kansas, we have a bill going through right now that allows businesses who start suing the city and the counties for lost revenue for the COVID restrictions, shutting them down if they lost their business or if they had to shut their business doors or limit their capacity for a restaurant or a retail store or something like that. Uh, There's a lot of litigation that's now beginning. How are courts going to actually make some of these decisions? Are they going to say, no, you know what, we're allowed to tell you shut down because we're allowed to tell you if you're an essential business or not? Uh, Or if they say, yeah, no, you know what, you have all the right because we shouldn't have shut you down in the first place. The small guy, small little mom and pop shop, not allowed to actually open up because, well, you're going to be a super spreader. But the major warehouse, super box store that pays the contributions to the campaigns for many politicians, they were allowed to stay open. They're the essential guys, right? That's uh, that's going to be one of the issues I guarantee that's going to come up. The other one that's going to come up, and I want to get the, the judge's opinion on this as well, is as we start seeing the unemployment benefits and the discussion of extending unemployment benefits, at what point do you say, you know what, the economy's opened up enough, there are jobs available for you, you need to get back to work, we don't need to continue to extend unemployment benefits and just keep you on the government dime. Uh, all that and more. Let's see if we have her back on the phone here. Judge Paula Patrick. Judge, are you there? Yes. Can you hear me better now? I can hear you loud and clear now. Thank you so much for joining us today. No problem. Thank you for having me. Oh, I appreciate it very much. As we were mentioning, Pennsylvania, obviously a hot spot for the election back in November. The court's obviously a big thing that many have focused on. You're a candidate in the Republican primaries for the courts there in Pennsylvania. How's the environment? I'm out in Kansas, so we're just kind of the third party uh, looking inside here. But Pennsylvania is still kind of a hot point for politics. Nope. Did we lose her again? No. Oh, no. All right. Let's try again here real quick. I don't know what's going on. Maybe just a bad sell. Maybe maybe it's our lines. I don't know. We've had some technical issues as well later on down the road. But who knows? That's unfortunate. i really, uh really excited to talk with her. Let's see if we can get her back on here. Judge, are you there? No, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. All right. Well, we'll get her back on the program uh, later on as well. That's not a big deal. Uh, point in case, though, is the courts are going to be the make or break Right now at the federal level, while you look at the three branches of government, we have obviously the Democrats running the presidency, the Congress. The one thing, the one thing that can stop some of the shenanigans they're trying to pull right now is the Supreme Court. Now, that's one of them. The other one is the, what we've talked about with the nullification of it at state laws at state levels. But the federal level, the federal Supreme Court is really the only barrier we have at the federal level right now that's going to stop some of this litigation and say, no, this is unconstitutional. No, you can't continuously just open-endedly give stimulus payments or universal basic income unconstitutionally to the American people. You can't do that. We're going to stop it. Oh, you're trying to ban Second Amendment rights and trying to do the universal backgrounds and trying and all this. No, you can't do that. If you remember before the election, there were some Second Amendment bills that were going to the Supreme Court, and they didn't hear them. And they were good bills, too, but they didn't hear them yet, which I think was a good thing because we knew what was coming ahead. We were concerned of what was going to happen in the future. Now, if we start taking these cases, we can start validating and countering what's going on. Remember, we have three branches. We have a checks and balance system. We have the Supreme Court that can stop some of this. But then the fear is they're going to start stacking the courts, which is why the primary election in 2022 is going to be extremely important. But the courts right now are our last hope. And thank God that we had someone like President Donald Trump over the last couple of years that was appointing federal judges all over the place across the nation because we can start bringing constitutionalism back into the court system. It's been unfortunate. That we've had the courts be the activist branch of government that it has turned in to be, because that's not the way it was intended to be. Uh, for those, and trigger warning for those on the other side of the aisle, the Constitution's not a living document. It's not. Now, you can disagree with it all you want to, but it's not a living document. What it is, it's an amendable document. Document As issues come up, we can amend it and we can tweak a little bit here and there. But it's not we get to reevaluate it. We get to interpret it based on today's times at any point that we want to. Because if that were the case, the the Constitution would have been rewritten like every 10 years for the last 200 and some odd years. And that's not the case. The Constitution is the way it is. Well, Andy, the Second Amendment, like it was during the musket time. Therefore, it needs to be revised because now we have evil assault rifles like AR rifles. (laughs) Which, for those of you that don't know, AR does not mean assault rifle at all. That's not what that means. So if you believe that, then you need to do a little bit more education. Google it, as they try to say. Uh, one of the other hosts, what do you say? Google it. Yeah, You can check it out. That's not what that means. But if you really think the Second Amendment is only about muskets because that's the time there, then you're blatantly really wrong, and you obviously don't know much about history because these, the Revolutionary War triggered... Because they tried to tax, obviously, but because they tried to take personal cannons away from individuals, the private citizen that had cannons. And they tried to take those away and say you were not allowed to use them because that was military-grade weapons. That was military-style assault weapons, and you were not allowed to have those. At the same time, we really did have an assault rifle, I guess you could call it, a, a uh, some type of automatic rifle that was called a Gatling gun. And that was back there as well. And again, private citizens had those. Not the government private citizens. And that's really another reason outside of the tax issue, taxation without representation that really spurred the Revolutionary War. So no, you're wrong if you think it was just a little, you know, the the Minutemen with the muskets and that was it and that's all we had. And oh that's really cute, but now we have really scary weapons. The second part is that you obviously, if you really truly believe that way, well, you need to get rid of your social media, you need to write it in a pen or in a coil with ink, and then you need to get a little bird and have it fly to me, and then I'll just, you know, disregard it and throw it in the trash about why you think the Second Amendment only relates to the 1700s. That's just an example. Because right now we have the activist judges that want to reinterpret whatever they want to just based on their time and their political agenda when courts are supposed to only be This is what the Constitution says, black and gray, that's it, or black and white, no gray, not a whole lot of gray in there, hopefully, and then we can make a decision and be able to move forward. So Judge Paula Patrick, I'm really sad that we didn't get her on the program uh, just with some connection issues. You can go to her website, votepaulapatrick.com, votepaulapatrick.com, conservative black judges in the court. We need them, not just that, we need conservatives, we need traditionalists on the courts because we need to start getting back to what the country used to be and the way we used to rule issues originally, constitutionally, not just based on activism, and that's what she was going to do. So it's unfortunate we didn't get her on the program, and we'll have to try and reschedule her on the show with a little bit better connection uh, later on. When we come back, we are going to take a break. I don't want to talk much about this because it's really stupid, and it's just nothing more than a marketing gimmick, but people are losing their minds over the Satan shoes with Little Nas X and Nike. Well, now Nike's suing to try and preserve their brand from this. They're kind of getting their hands in a lot of dirty issues lately so we'll talk about that for just a brief second plus a new segment on the show as well outside of the joe biden thing we'll have some fun wrapping up the program today on a post monday stay here on the voice of reason the voice of reason with andy hoosier hey it's andy hoosier with the voice of reason fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time Great Republic. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Is it really almost over already? Good golly. Goes by way too fast. The fastest hour of radio on radio. Plus, we have the live stream and podcasting there as well. Always appreciate you hanging out with us today, trying to cram more content into one hour of the program than Joe Biden crams illegal aliens into a custom enforcement facility. like that? That's, that's, again, Jokes. We're funny here on the program. Welcome in. You can find us all over social media on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, LinkedIn. Also on the ourfreedombook.com and the website at whoisyourreason.com. Our newsletter is coming out on Friday. Make sure to not miss that one. And I'm really proud of my blog this week. I'm or this month. Usually not much of a writer. One of these days I'd really love to write a, a book. I'm not much of a writer though. My grammar is terrible, as you can tell on the radio. Not much of a writer, but I am trying to write a book and I do write the monthly blog, which you can always visit with our website at Hoosierreason.com It'll be out on Friday. Plus our newsletter that has some really exciting news with the Hoosier media network New shows jumping on board for the podcasting side of things and an update on the network as a whole itself. You want to, it's totally free. We're not gonna spam you all the time if you just go to Hoosierreason.com. No I in Hoosier, H O O S E R Reason.com. Sign up for the newsletter, it'll pop up, say, Do you wanna become a Hoosier Holic? You say, Yes, I do. Yes, I do. And you become a Hoosier-holic, which means you get to follow all the great stuff we have for the show, all the great stuff we have for the network, uh, and we, some really exciting things with our monthly newsletter. We won't spam you, we won't send you a whole bunch of garbage. Just once a month, we'll send you an email on the latest and the greatest. We appreciate you. And we get, by the way, new people every single month, which is awesome. Podcast-wise, we broke another record for the month of March for the number of podcast downloads that we had. So we're continuously trending upward. It's like Donald Trump's economic recovery plan on this show. We are growing every single month, even in an off political season, which is cool. We broke another record for the month of March for the number of podcast downloads we had. Thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it very much. All right, let's see here. Just the last couple of minutes for the show. We have a new segment on the program outside of the Joe Biden one. I, 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 pick, a, I pick a lot of... Poke fun at Joe Biden a lot. So I'm sorry, Joe. How are you feeling, buddy? I want to be clear. I'm, I'm not, not going nuts. All right. Just making sure. Uh, I pick on him a lot, but at the same time, we have a lot of fun with it. But we do have some weird news today. Weird news of the day. There we go. So the weird news of the day. I I laugh at this. I don't know why people are making such a big deal out of this. Is it stupid? Yes. Is it wrong? I, I believe so personally, but whatever to each their own. I'm sure you've heard of the little Nas X Satan shoes. Now, the only reason I even know of this guy at all is actually working at a radio station and working at a cluster of radio stations where one of them is a country music radio station. And we played that song, uh, Old Town Road. That, By the way, can I just say, is not a country song. Can I just throw that out there? Not a country song. If it's a repetitive hip-hop rap type of beat, it is not country. I don't care what artist. It could be Jason Aldean. If you have a repetitive hip-hop beat in the background, it is not country. Just throwing that out there. But then we had the rap hip-hop song that was a country song called Old Town Road or something. That's the only reason why I know this guy. And everybody made a big deal out of it, and then it turned into like a racist discussion because you didn't like a black guy making music, which is not true because Cowboy Troy's been making country music for a long time. And he was successfully popular. Then you have, um, oh, what's the guy's name from Hootie and the Blowfish? Now he's singing country. Darius Rucker. And I like his voice. Great guy. But So it's not a racist thing. People thought that was just stupid and just that woke crowd that likes to be offended by everything. But now he's come out with Satan Shoes that uh, have human blood in the souls, quote-unquote. And it's red shoes, and he has Luke 10.18, the Bible verse, on there. And he made 666 of these shoes that he sold for $1,018 apiece. And they sold out the first day they went on the market, which was yesterday sold out completely boom just gone all 6 666 pairs of the modified nikes were priced at 1018 according to cnbc or nbc news and sold out shortly after they went on sale on monday now nike is starting litigation because it's caused such an uprising that they don't want to be part of satan's shoes because it has the swoosh on the nike so they're not necessarily suing Little Nas X. What they are doing is they're suing whatever production company made it to make sure that they're not associated to let people know that they didn't endorse Satan's shoes. Now, I don't know this guy. I don't know if he's a quote unquote Satanist. I don't know. You know what it tells me? It was an artistic thing that he thought was crafty and it's a marketing gimmick. That's all it is. It's a marketing gimmick. I'm not going to buy them, obviously. I don't like them, obviously. That's stupid because I don't like to even dab into that in any way, shape, or form. But it's a marketing gimmick, and it obviously worked because he sold all of them the first day they went on sale. That's all it is. Kind of weird news of the day. That's it for us today. Podcast going up a little bit. Back at it tomorrow. A lot of great stuff going on. Don't miss it. Until then, be your own voice of reason. It's time for you to speak up, speak out, speak loud, speak proud, speak the truth, and always speak some reason. This is The Voice of Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. Everybody have a great Tuesday.